bam, we're live. Yeah, I, I, I don't take it as he's he's bitching at all. It's it, this is actually pro- of all the games posts I've ever seen. This is the most interesting. This is the coolest one I've ever seen. I mean, I read the whole fucking thing. I want to ask Ariel about it. <laughs> it's like it kind of feels like um. You know when someone goes to jail and then you have all these questions for them. What did you eat? Did someone touch your anus? What, what did the toilet paper feel like? Just kind of shit like that. Hey, good yeah. morning, Beaver. Um, uh, it's kind of like that. He, he, these are all the things as a fan that I would want to uh, see. It's 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 uh, Brian's. It's Matt's fault because I I showed him this post and he started talking about it and I'm like there's no fucking way we're going to talk about this without people hearing. Hey girl, what's up? Hey, what's how up? are you? Good. Is that you're at your friend's house? I'm at my sister's house. Yeah. Yeah, she's damn got the your, good Wi-Fi. Damn yeah, your does. connection's good. Good. I had to redeem myself. It was it was bad last time. <laughs> I I, I want to show Ariel that post in a um in a, in a in a minute don't don't lose that i thought it was a great post um i was i'm uh Fikowski made a really cool post was it the one where he said what was your favorite moment from the games and all these people commented um it, it was it was he's talking about the crossover event oh no i didn't like, see it oh and, and like you kind and then he gives you like 20 perspectives or experiences people had with the crossover event and then but but some of them are so good and so funny but but it's kind of like it's all the stuff as a fan you want you'd want to know, like who was back there. Like he goes, some you know, like someone was back there crying, but he doesn't tell you who. <laughs> but then like you have to like, I, and it kind of inspired this other thought. I was imagining all of the athletes, like pick like ten girls, um, who were in the CrossFit Games, and then on the other side, what would they be doing if they didn't do CrossFit? And then you just got to draw a line across to them, you know, mm. like mowing yards porn <laughs> writing cookbooks you know what i mean and you like dude that's great well a funny thing about that someone event would have is, their feelings hurt for sure oh yeah so when they briefed that event you know how we're all in the coliseum yeah usually when the no actually team, i don't know but now i do yes <laughs> i'll break it down for you Please. we're all in the coliseum usually from the demo team one athlete will show the event. So like Griffin showed us the strongman event with the yoke. He did all of it. Okay. Um, with that event, they needed three different demo team athletes to show each movement. Oh. I don't know if that was strategic, but it was like oh. Ali Scuds does the pegboard. Fisa Goffy did the jump rope. Street Horner did the press to handstand. Wow. So when we saw that, we all knew like, okay, this is going to be a little difficult. Did you did, were any other events um split up like that? Like did you, like uh how about that run jerk? Did the same person who did the run do the 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 shuttle run jerk? Same person did it? Yeah, same person. <laughs> hey, I don't know if this is true. I need to ask Adrian this, but I heard they brought in Street Horner because none of those other knuckleheads could do it. <laughs> you know what's funny about Street, which I don't know him personally, but when he was demoing the press to handstand and you walk across the parallel bars. Pat yeah. Vellner was standing right by me and street presses to handstand walks. And Pat Vellner just goes, man, they don't make them like that anymore. Oh, like the dudes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a beautiful man. Oh, he's a special so man. Funny. Because he thought no. he looked so good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, he, I think they brought I, in street because I think James got COVID. That's what I heard. I heard that too. I tried yeah, that to spread that. 
Oh, that was confirmed. We yeah, we actually caught up with him on the on site at the event. I don't know if you guys could hear, but yeah, he apparently he he worked out really hard, kind of broke down his body as he put it, tested positive but had no symptoms. So they just isolated him for a little bit, then he tested negative, and then he got to come back and play. Man, is essentially what happened. Oh, that's fat! Wow. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of like um, I, I I like that kind of description of a guy. I worked out so hard that I got co. I I became susceptible to co. I was so drunk I kissed the wrong guy at the party. It's kind of like that that kind of like that's exactly kind of like it's that. Not my fault. To just blame it on the goose. Are you um? Where do you live, Ariel? We live in Midland, Texas, which is, you know, Dallas, you know, El Paso. We're literally like right in the middle. Are you by a lake? We are not by any water. Oh, We'd have to travel like five hours to get to a puddle in the street. <laughs> wow. I'm getting this total okay. like you're getting ready to go to the beach. Maybe I'm projecting because I'm going to the beach today. I'm getting this total like you're going, you're getting ready to go to the beach today. Like I picture next to you, you have a bag with towels and some shit for your kids to eat. No, I wish. No. The only thing we have here are swimming pools. And um, and you have one kid. One kid. She's three years old, and she actually went to the games with us, which was fun, but never again. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell me some shit. Like, like you woke up in the middle of the night stuff. No, no, she was oh. <clears throat> behaved great. It's just not an event for kids. And my mom came with, and my mom was like, "Man, we were at the venue all day." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know what you expected, but like you." If you're a fan, you just kind of sit around and wait for the events. I didn't yeah. have to deal with yeah. deal with anything. I just know it probably wasn't much fun. <laughs> Did she see you? Was she up in the stands and like she's she like- was? Yeah, for the sandbag event, I actually saw her on the floor. I've got a cool picture. I'm going to post probably later. But wow. it was a little, little too loud for her when I won the event. She was actually in the beer garden. Yeah, this is our house. <laughs> when I won the event, she was in the beer garden, which I really wanted her to be at the finish line. Cause what a cool picture. Of course I'm thinking all Instagram at the games, of course, but how cool <laughs> would it be to like cross the finish line and there's Blakely and I get a big old hug and a picture from her. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Which event did you win? <laughs> no, I don't I have won. Brian here. Oh, you're good. I won elevated Elizabeth. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It oh, was it so was, awesome to watch. It was amazing. So I'm in the, I'm lined up. My goal for the weekend was just to be in the final heat at some point throughout the weekend. So day one, I'm in the final heat and it's Tia, me, Laura Horvat, and just all the other athletes. And before it started, I like motioned to my friends. I was like, just take a picture of me standing next to these athletes. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, three, I like two, that. one, go. I, I finish and beat all of them, but it was amazing. It was pretty cool. I want to come back to that. I have some yeah, crazy yeah. questions about how your arms must have felt after that. Um, so, so did your daughter ever cry in the stands? I'm like, sure she did. Like she I'm was sure worried. She... Like she was worried about you. I mean, can you imagine watching your mom pick up what you guys had to do? I, I would probably cry. I don't know if she. I don't know if she's old enough to quite comprehend that yet. But I think it was a little too loud for her, so she cried because of the fans going crazy. Um. I when I had been on the floor um, in the, some in one or two of the final events in years past, it was so loud that I started hearing ringing. Was it like that? I never heard ringing, no. but it was pretty. It was pretty loud. Like uncomfortable loud. Um, I didn't think it was that uncomfortable to be honest. Okay. I would 
I like expect that Saturday night in the Coliseum. So I was like, the louder, the better. I, I, but I'm also the guy. I've never been to a concert where I think, oh, this volume's perfect, oh, or a bar. I'm no. always like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> <laughs> I went. I went to a Blue October concert. Do you know who that is? No. Oh. It was so loud. I like couldn't even understand the music. I felt like the old person, like, get me out of here. It's too loud. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? What I, I go to people's houses and it's like that. Like you go over there and they have like 20 oh. people over and the music's so loud. I'm like, I'm outside now. <laughs> That's the goal. So I don't, I don't come in your house. That's the goal. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> so, so when you see all those dips, um, I, I, when I think of dips, I think of them as traditionally scaring people. Um, because they know that there's a point it's one of those movements if you get it's not like running where you can just slow down or burpees you can slow down it's like if you get stopped right. it can be that's it um what when you saw those were you like oh i practice these all the time or you're like what the fuck is this mess okay you're the first person i'm telling this to okay. because i i realized this you were high you you were high when you did that workout <laughs> yeah <Blacked> exactly <laughs> no i started crossfit 2012 the first event, not even event, the first workout I ever did at a CrossFit box here at CrossFit Midland in Texas was one to 10. You're in a push-up position and you like row with a dumbbell and uh -huh. then you do one dip on the parallel bars. Two, Are those man-makers or man-makers you have to go up like this? Man-makers, you got to go like all the way overhead. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Okay. What's the one where you go, go like this and you're still on the ground? That's Superman? Like a okay. you know, you know? No, you're like in a push-up and you go up to one arm with the dumbbell, but you're still in the push-up posi plank position. Okay, anyway. I've okay, but you that. didn't do that. You did push-up and then just draw and then like yeah. a, a lat raise. Okay. Yeah, so the first workout I ever did for CrossFit was one to ten lat raise and then dip on the parallel bars. Okay. And you come full circle and then I end up winning an event with dips on the parallel bars. I thought that was pretty cool. But I wouldn't say I personally like the bars better than I do rings. I feel like I do better on the bars. But I actually was backstage. We couldn't warm up with those bars. So the athletes like put together two of the rogue rigs and then put two like bars on them that you uh -huh. would lift. And so they were just like practicing shimmying on these two bars. And I was actually practicing my dips and I was all over the place. And Dylan, my husband was like, Ariel. Your dips look horrible. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Wow, yeah, it's it confidence was, boost. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah. So then we practiced a few little techniques and I got better, but. They, in the back. They weren't great in the back, yeah. Hey, girl, your dips are ass. <laughs> is he allowed to say <laughs> that to you back there? He is because he, I know he's not doing it to be rude. He's trying to do it to be like, hey, like, get it together. Like a little bit of a realist, which from him, I can handle it. Anybody else, I'd be like, don't talk to me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, it's good. So what were some of the things? Like, were you too far out? Like when you were doing them and he's like, tuck in tighter, squeeze your legs together. Like what What were some of the, did he give you any? <laughs> he or no, he's just like, your he... ass, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like kipping behind me, like kicking my butt as I would kip. So I was doing like a weird circle and he was like, when you go down, bring your knees up and it helped okay. me stay a little bit more intact. Um, so when you, when that starts, um, when that event starts, you're not, you're not like, Hey, I'm going to win this. Oh, no. Um, 
I just knew like Tia was going to come out hot. Don't try and hang with her, but if you can stay close to her, do it. Which Dylan was actually in the stands and he was sitting next to Tasia, Haley's coach. And like me and Tia are like fairly close through the first two rounds. And he's all telling Tasia, he's like, oh my gosh, Ariel's coming out too hot. Who is she to think she can hang with Tia and Laura Horvat on this? So we all kind of like didn't realize what was happening until I just like pulled away a little bit at the end. How, um, how, who was on your lane to your right and who was on your lane to your left? Tia was to the right. Laura was to the left. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you were sandwiched in between the menaces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, were you cool. even surprised at that point that you were in that heat or did you know you belonged in that heat? I was still surprised. I was surprised, but also the first events were really good for me with the skill stuff. And I did decent on the bike one. So I was glad to be there. And I was like, will I stay here throughout the weekend? Did did you fail any, di- any, any dips in those um, sets of three? No, I, did you I do- felt- go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, I felt like they, they never got to the point of failure. They were manageable. And, and so you did them seven, seven, seven. Five 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 three three three. Yeah, yeah, crazy. And um, y- you were never up there like with one left, and we're like, "Ooh, these are m- my arms are really blown up, or my chest is." I mean, did you do you feel when you do dips? Are you a tricep person or a chest person? Are you feeling it here? or Are you feeling it back here? Definitely triceps. Triceps. Yeah, but no, it never felt to the point of fatigue. Crazy. I know that's it was fucking fun. nuts. So the event's going amazing. The last round, no, the middle round, you do three dips, three dips, and then three dips. I finish my three dips, and at this point, I'm in the lead. I get off the P-bars, and I step. If you looked at the P-bars, you could, like, see the the legs that hold it at the end, yeah. and they were, like, clearly elevated. I stepped on it wrong and twisted my ankle. Oh. Yeah. See if you, you do you see it sticking out down there? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The little like black thing kind of in the corner there. Yeah. All the way back there. Up the, to the corner, Susan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. is that a what is what is that thing? It branches off that way so it holds it from tilting side to side. Exactly. Okay, at the joint. Okay. Yeah. So I step on that going into my last round of nine, twist my ankle. And I can like barely walk. So when you text me to like come on the Savon podcast that night, <laughs> I literally couldn't walk to the car. My ankle was swollen and bruised and everything. And it was bad. So Do you cry? Like, Do you cry? Are you like, my games are over? I fucked up? No, I had a PT there, Jody from Body Works. And she looked at it and she's like, you're fine. Let me just do this to it. But she taped, she taped the like living crap out of it the rest of the weekend just so I couldn't feel anything <laughs> is it are, are you um are you uh are you still hurt from that i am actually i i'm um i still can't walk normal yet but maybe in the next wow. few weeks like you're adjusting bad. your gait because you feel some pain exactly that's how about anything else how's the rest of the body how's any any soreness or no honestly i felt good my back was sore after the deadlifts yeah if you look there my ankles taped on the right side and then any other pictures you see, I'm either wearing high socks to not show any weakness of an ankle taped or <laughs> um, you'll just see it there. Is that what event was that right there? Was that the uh, capital that was the one? Capi- yeah, that was the capital. Hey, you know what I saw? 
I saw, um, I mean, you can find anything on the internet, but there's this lady who used to work for CrossFit. She was a fucking wackadoodle. This is like way back in the day, but she wrote that that workout was like subversive and was supposed to like ignite the fans to remind them of January 6th. That was like, and that's why that workout was done. I swear to God, I read a whole from an old CrossFit employee. She used to actually be in charge of the affiliate blog. Hey, she's one of your people, Caleb. She's in the military too. <laughs> Fucking nutter. He's pretending you can't hear now. <laughs> I, 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 I was never watching that and, and was like, oh my God, I'm having January 6th flashback. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so so you so you win that event. We people always talk about oh, the, these workouts exposed athletes for what they couldn't do. But when an athlete like you, we never know when an athlete like you, what it did is it exposed what you're amazing at that you didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't even know. Right? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's kind of crazy. And we would never know that from watching. So when we're watching, if we see like handstand push-up stop someone, we're like, oh, they're fucked. Right? Like we saw Mal O'Brien do that first handstand push-up. And we're like, uh-oh. Uh, you saw Ricky Garrard do that first one. You're like, uh-oh. But you, you killed that. And we were in real time. We find out as the viewer at the same time you're finding out, Oh shit, I'm going to win. Like you didn't expect it. No, not at all. It was awesome. Yeah. That's no. awesome. Hey, you think yeah. he is coming back? I don't know. Part of me doesn't. I don't know. Me and Dylan, we listen to all the podcasts Well, he does. And he tells me about it, but we've heard all the theories of like her whole family was there. She was emotional backstage. I don't know. I am glad she was there this year, though, because what a sweet thing to say that I won an event and Tia was in the field because that's just like unheard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really, really cool. A huge fan of the show. Double high five to the fittest mom in America. Too cool. He's right. Go ahead. I want to come back to Tia here in a second. But are people's perception of you um, changing? I don't really like- know what their perception was in the beginning. But maybe can you tell, and, and I guess the litmus test would be comments on your Instagram or, or DMS you get. Well, I, I, at least my perception of you is, is that you weren't, you weren't that you were, you weren't that serious. You were just super athletic. You were super con- committed. You're a fitness nut and right. you were just dabbling, but you were hardcore by dabbling. I mean, dabbling to your own, whatever, hardcoreness that you worked out and then you and then you had some success and then now you're like you're you're kind of like in it to win it and and maybe even a transformation from um like i saw you as just kind of like a mom before and now i don't after this year i see you different man i think you said it all savon like i see you as (laughs) like you know what I mean? And so I'm just wondering, do you yeah. feel that like from the perception? Like I don't like before you were just a mom who made it to CrossFit. Now you're to me, you're a, like a hardcore games athlete who just happens to have a kid. Yeah. And what's what I love, love, love about that story is it's nothing my words have said. It's right. been all like execution. Yeah. Yeah. And then you you figure it out for yourself. Yeah. It is, it is all look. You're right. Yeah. It's really um I, I know this is gonna sound bad, but it's not. It's really superficial. It's like numbers and behavior yeah. and your physique and how you attack and the outcomes. Which is my favorite way. Like you're not gonna ever see me 
saying like, oh, look at me, look at this, look at this. But it's like, I'll work hard. And then you figure it out for yourself. So it's been really cool to see that come to fruition. Um, who, who, do you have any sponsors? I do. I have Born Primitive. Oh, Our- I'm in love with their fucking Love those joggers. Oh, my God. Those <laughs> hey, joggers. Savon, I can get you some. You text me your size. I'll get you some more. Okay. I, that's good to hear because I was actually thinking <laughs> I have this obsessive personality, and I was actually thinking about, like, going online and, like, just buying $500 <laughs> worth, and I don't know how I was going to explain it to my – like, one for every day. You text me your size, and I'll hook you up, Savon. Okay, okay. I Born primitive. I got him in the gains box. I can't even believe I get some. It's so unlike me to do the gains box. That's the thing where random shit comes to you. Yeah. And these pants were in there and I've, I can't they're, stop wearing them. Yeah. yeah that isn't like you with the gains box. Yeah. <laughs> what a CrossFit fan. Okay. Okay. So born primitive. And then tear. Oh, wait, back to born primitive. And their bathing suits are nice. They're really nice. And yeah. they have one pieces that aren't like granny. They have nice one pieces for women that aren't like dumb. Yeah. And they also just came out with a golfer line for guys. Mm -hmm. So they have like those nice black pants and shorts. Dylan. So because I get the hookup, Dylan gets blessed too. So it's been great for the whole family and they have kids clothes. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally set. I wonder if I can get my kids sponsored. (laughs) Who are these guys? Do you know who are these gals? Is this a, who owns this company? Do you know them? I know Jen, which I believe she works for them. I don't personally know the owners. Okay. But I would like to. Are are they a CrossFit brand? Are these dudes like, is this, are they in other, like, did they come out of the CrossFit ecosystem? Yeah, they came out of the CrossFit ecosystem and they're very much like Patriot inspired America. America. They're based out of Virginia beach. Don't be scared. He works with us. Ariel. That's Caleb. <laughs> don't be. Don't let him scare you. He's not like he didn't hack it. We're taking live audience members. <laughs> yeah. Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach. I'm pretty sure they're owned by like Navy SEALs or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that would explain. Uh, also, they um they did a uh, Josh Bridges shorts. The jorts. The jorts. I lost uh, mine. I'm so bummed. You lost your jorts. What did you just taking them off down at the beach? Just getting loose. And- <laughs> I got to bring him home. I, Tell the story. I know. I wish. I wish. <laughs> hey, do you have a pretty tight loop of your life, Ariel? Friends and family, or what do you mean? No, by no, that? no. I don't mean people like. So, if I want to know where you are on a Tuesday at eight a.m., ninety oh. percent of the time, I'll know where you're at. Like once I like you're yeah. and like you park your car in the same spot. You eat this every day. You wake up at this time. You go to bed at this time, and like. Yeah, not not so much going to bed, but like Dylan always gives me crap because I'm very scheduled and like routine. I'll say routine. And like if I'm at the gym at 12, he knows not to call me at 12 because I'm at the gym. But like if you try and mess up that schedule, um, I'm just like, no, I can't. I can't. This is my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weakness. Mm-hmm. And, and even in and, and how, how many days a week do you swim? Well, I'm leading up to the games one twice a week. Sweet. And so on those days, you have a pool you go to, you go there, you you have your par- you have a spot that you like to park in that's usually open, you get out. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Let me break you down my pool okay. situation. Okay. The Please, owner you, of- you sleep, you were in yeah. a little kidney sized pool that you jump in someone else's backyard to swim in. She no, drives no, five no. hours to get there. <laughs> <laughs> the owner of the gym I go to has a back door in their backyard, a Olympic sized lap pool. 
right behind their guest house. Wow. So I, it's absolutely beautiful. Savon, I pull up park right next to her house, walk in and I can, I literally have this like oasis and there's nobody else in the pool. It's peaceful. They have waterfalls. So I'll swim in the lap pool and Blakely will swim behind me. They have like a little hot tub area and my sister will come and watch her. I have the best swimming situation as far as like peaceful, beautiful when it comes to swimming for the games. It's awesome. Um, how, how long is an Olympic sized pool? Oh, she told me it was longer than what we had to do at the games. I want to say maybe 50, 50 feet, 50 meters, 50 meters. 50 50 meters. meters. Yeah. So I was training a little bit longer than what we had to do competition time. So it's 25 each way. There's no way someone has a 50 meter pool in their backyard. I can send you a picture. Pretty sure it's 50, 50 meters in length is an Olympic sized pool. That's, That's 150 like feet. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like a normal pool is like 25 meters there, like one length. Yeah. The Olympic is 50 meters, like straight. When when wow. you guys swam at the games, was it 25 there and back or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it went so. Out so you yeah. swam. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're the pool you swim in is is twice as the distance. One I way. Would, it might. I wouldn't say twice. It might be 50 feet, but it. It was, I'd say at least if I was going down and back in the CrossFit pool, yeah, where I train in her backyard would be down and back and a half. And it, it's, it's a skinny oh, pool. It's skinny. It's, 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 it's a lap pool. It's skinny. You could fit two people in there. So I'd say it's like one lane. Mm. Wow. It's amazing. I'll send a picture once we're done, but it's, it's beautiful. And but uh, what, it- Go ahead. Or what's what screwed me over for last year at the games is I'm used to this beautiful, peaceful um, pool, and then we have an open water swim, and I have no idea how to swim in the open water. So it's good for when I need to swim in a pool setting, but it didn't work for open water. In, in, in open water, it's not because of the waves and shit, but it's just like f- finding your direction, right? You're in yeah. your pool, you're kept like this, and there you're like, oh shit, where am I going? Yeah, and you can't see anything. So when your head's underwater, it's almost like your eyes are closed. And then you can't breathe. It's a little scary. So when when you were doing the swim in the uh, in the lake there, and you have goggles on, is it just what do you see in there? Brown. Just <laughs> <laughs> swimming in the toilet. In the toilet yeah, pool. yeah. Picture you put your head in the toilet. <laughs> it's gross. Oh, what is your um? What's the owner of the gym do? Like, she, what's their day job? Her husband owns an oil company. Oh, um, oh yeah. Good but her, right. <laughs> yep. Her facility is amazing, though. Midlands for the oil and gas money. It's inhabited by like 50 people. Thank you, Will. Look, Will knows exactly. He didn't even hear me ask the question yet. And he knows my brain's turning. Like, what the? That was like 20 minutes ago. He wrote that. <laughs> 150,000 people, I think, are in Midland. A little bit more than fifty, but, it, but it's, it's known oil. for oil. Yeah, it's known for oil. Um, so you're do you own your gym that you train? No, no, it belongs to no. this lady. Yeah, it belongs to her, and she's she's been amazing. I switched gyms in January to move to her gym, and the first thing I've known her for years. The first thing she does, she comes up to me and she's like, "Okay, what are your weaknesses?" And I told her like the echo bike, the sandbag. The next day, she sends me a screenshot and was like, I ordered you a sandbag. I ordered you an echo bike. What else do you need? 
So she's just, yeah, she's there in my corner, just like, how can you get better? And we're going to do everything we can to support you. Well, um, why do you think um, benefactors are great? People who have resources that can help other people. It's fucking so nice. Um, Why, why, why you, what do do you think she likes about you? I'd like to think it's because she's known me for years. And she knows I'll show up and work hard, mind my business, and then leave. But that's so she wants to support a winner. Yeah, I think so. And she's seen me. She actually was at the gym I first went to in 2012. So she's seen my journey kind of unfold from the beginning, like no one else has. So she saw you win Miss Valuable. That's what really it comes down to. (laughs) If we're gonna go back that far. Wait, I don't even know that. What did you say? What's that? What's this valuable? Oh, tell us. I could tell you. Um, <laughs> at high school, you know how they pick people like um, for your high school, Miss Talented, Miss um, Congeniality, all oh, of yeah. that stuff. I was likely to be a comedian or shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I won Miss Valuable. I don't even know what that means, <laughs> but I hold the title. <laughs> I would think it means you're going to have the highest uh, tax ta- tax bill. Like you're going to be the richest person, most valuable. <laughs> Man, um, you take your daughter with you to when you swim laps. Yeah, and my sister came with, which was awesome. And she'll watch her while I'll swim. How old's your sister? She's thirty, and she's actually pregnant. She's going to have a kid in the end of September. And, and you and you have a good relationship with her. Yeah, I do. We've gotten closer as we've gotten older, for sure. Yeah, same with my sister. Really? Yeah, w- way closer, way closer. Agreed. Because you kind of go, th- well, you wouldn't know, but in high school, we were like, not enemies, but not friends. I would yeah. steal her her clothes and she would hate me for <laughs> it. actually got so bad because I have clothes, but always like somebody else's stuff. The grass always looks greener on the other side. It got to the point where I was so sneaky of taking her clothes that she put a lock on her door. So oh. <laughs> but now we're really good friends so it's does, all good does dylan have siblings he does he has an older sister who's a nurse and then a younger brother who was actually at the games um and we we but, wanted to try and hook his name's daryl Haley adams was there we wanted to try and hook him up with Haley adams but <laughs> it didn't work good out luck breaking that yeah. uh, so, <laughs> um so many people i mean what a cat she is so many, I I've, I, I, I had never heard it until this year, but now I've heard it. So many guys say that they're interested in her. They're like, how could I date her? Should I move to Cookville? Like people are like into her shit. She, her, yeah. her, um, I get maybe before because people saw her as like a little kid and now she's 21 and she's like matured and people like see her. Okay. That's girlfriend material, wife material. Yeah. Did you talk to her much? Do you talk? Did you, do you know her very well? Oh yeah. Yeah. I know her pretty well. Her and then her coach, of course, I love. Tasia is very easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. But we talked awesome. we talked a decent amount. I know on the last day, we kind of were both, not in the dumps, but just like when it was a strength event after a strength event after a strength event, we kind of were both like, oh, okay. Give us give us something else to counterbalance all this strength stuff. So we bonded you ha- over that. Did you have a homie there? Is there someone that was kind of, Yeah. Oh yeah, me and Spiegel became really oh, good friends awesome. at the games. Okay. Oh yeah. Tell me, did you know her before? Yeah, I met her at Wadapalooza, and then okay. we started. Um, we would just like if I would 
comment on her social media like oh and then we'd kind of built a connection from there and then at the games actually i was a rookie rookie move i showed up to the first athlete briefing one minute late and they make it known when you're late to these things so <laughs> that she, was this year that was this year that was this year and yeah. she came up to me because we didn't rent a car so i was relying on uber or a shuttle service and she came up to me and she's like why were you late? And I was like, well, our Uber was a little bit late. And she's like, girl, I'm at your hotel. Here's my number. Just text me. We'll ride together every morning. Oh, shit. So, oh, that's Yeah. Cool. It was super cool. So then we ended up riding to the venue, leaving together, and just hanging out all day. It was really fun. Yeah, you really did have a homie. I did. And she actually started – she already followed me. We follow each other. She started following Dylan, my husband, on Instagram. So he's just all like screenshotting it, sent it to his cousin. Screenshot. <laughs> Danny Spiegel yeah. follows me. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I should check. Like, I should check yeah. to see if she follows me. Yeah, I was gonna say we almost <laughs> we almost had a we almost had a moment with her because when we were talking with you, she like came over and she was all smiles and she kind of looked at me and she still came and I was like, this is it. I'm gonna mend it. She's coming on the show. And then she and saw then, Hiller and did the quickest 180 you've ever seen in your life. Um, she just is hit a she spin not friends move and with you guys? We just had a little. We just had a little speed bump. I, I think oh. she's. I think she's just, ready to be to be friends. I was very nice to her. We just had courting her speed, to come on the show. Speed bump. I I love oh. it that. Um, I mean, I mean, think about it. Why would she want to make one? Uh, it, it's a weekend. I'm just. I, I'd just be curious what the likeliness of that to happen in other sports. It's it's a it's a long event. Why would she try? And it's already complex enough. There's so many fucking different times. There's nothing consistent about that whole week for you guys. Right. It's just every day is like a bunch. It's the complete opposite of your regular life. Right. And yet she goes out of her way to add one more bit of complexity, which is you. It's just mm-hmm. it's fucking cool. I would say we were very similar backstage. Some people are very intense or they'll just leave and go off site between events. But me and her very much have a very like lighthearted approach when it comes to the sport. We'll goof around. We won't be as strict with our diets. We won't be as strict with how we talk, how we eat. Like we were just very, very much on the same wavelength as far as like, we love CrossFit. CrossFit games is awesome, but our entire life does not ride on what happens on this weekend. So it's kind of refreshing to just have like a little bit of lightheartedness backstage. Did you see anyone crying back there? I oh, did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Uh, d- dudes or girls? Uh, girls. We, I wouldn't say we were around the guys that much this year. Oh, really? Not that I remember. At least I remember a lot more girls than I do guys. Because in years past, it was always kind of everyone was together, except for a few busing incidents. At, uh, at least I, I just remember the back area just being everyone's just in a pile. They were really good this year about they would like file the girls in. We'd do our event and then the girls would leave then the guys would come in. So they changed something this year to where the backstage, at least of the Coliseum, wasn't that crowded. Um, the, the, did the uh, crying came later on in the week? Yes. There were a lot of tears after the Capitol. I don't know if it was fatigue, your body's breaking down, but it just took something out of you. Have you ever gone on a um, a really long hike? Like a like it's like a ten hour hike. I have not. There's this um there in California. There's a place called Yosemite. You probably heard of it. 
and they mm-hmm. have a hike there. It's called, uh, I think it's called the El Capitan hike. I don't, I don't remember how long it is, but you basically have to, st- ha- Oh, half dome. That's what it is. Half dome. Thank you. And you have to start it like at six in the morning yep. and then, you, and then you get back like at six at night and it's a full fucking like, it's like a full, even though I've never done ayahuasca, but it's like a full ayahuasca trip. It's a fucking 12 hour hike. And it's, um, have you done it? Savon? Yeah, I've done it. And you know, 14, 16 miles. And I can't even wow. believe like the, the mental episodes you go through on it. Like you start off the morning, I'm going on a hike. I can't wait to get to the top and look over and snap some photos. But by the end of the day, you're like fucking emotionally exhausted. You're just hiking by yourself the whole time. And there's just some ups and downs. I just can't even believe it. But I think the CrossFit Games is that times a thousand. And it's something the fans will never know. But if you're back there, when I would do the behind the scenes, I would see the athletes go through it. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. Like there's some just, it's emotional as fuck. Why is that? Is that, why, why is it so emotional? Do you know? Man, I don't think I could put it on it, but your, your body goes through a lot. And then as your body goes through it, so let's say the event is 18 minutes long. They brief the event two hours earlier. You spend two hours thinking about the event, warming up for the event, three, two, one, go, you do the event. So it's, for me, it was like the event might be 18 minutes, but it's the two hours leading up to the event mentally. And then physically your body goes through it. So when it's over, everything is exhausted. Mm. And then you have two hours. Hey, let's do it again. Here's your next event. And if you take 30 seconds, it's like you went through all this work and your prize is like. (laughs) (laughs) Even though everyone should be patting themselves on the back who did it. Right. Like if you finish in the bottom 20 in an event, like. Yeah. Then they they slap you across the face. Yeah. After all that. (laughs) It's a really good way to put it. Did you cry? Did you cry at all during the week? No, I I'm not a huge crier. I didn't cry. I would. I was disappointed in some events, but never to be like led to tears. Do, do, do you ever, when you're out there, um, do crazy shit? Like, if I if I if I break this up, um, something bad's gonna happen to Dylan. <laughs> no, no? <laughs> maybe I should. <laughs> and then and then it's like uh, then you just can't. No. 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 Like I, I have I have very like positive self talk when I'm working out. Like that's one thing I've learned. If you scream at me like negative stuff, I don't do well to it. Like you're slow. You have to go faster. So sometimes this is goofy. Like if I'm doing kettlebell clean and jerk. So I'll be like, oh, I'm so strong right now. Like, oh, I bet my arms are just looking great. As I'm just like very goofy, like positive stuff. Yeah. That's what gets me through it. Wow. Except for Dylan, he can be like, yo, goofball. Those aren't, those are dips. <laughs> those dips are trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But only he can say that. You say that, Savon. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> yeah. So if you're an Ariel Lowen fan and you're in the stands next year, are you, do you think, are you going to make another run? I would like to. If my body holds up and Lord willing, I'd like to. Um, p- people talk about um, uh, sacrifice. Like, is there anything that it's like, stop? Is there other stuff that's like competing with it? Like, oh, I should have another kid or I should really like re- help Dylan remodel the next house. Or is there any like, is there anything competing for your Man, time? I, definitely not remodeling a house. I know my place when it comes to stuff like that. I would love to have another kid, ideally. And I think Blakely's only getting older. 
but I also know like the CrossFit Games window is so small mm-hmm. for like my age, if you want to put it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and write it out as long as I can. Yeah, and you guys can have kids for a long time. The CrossFit girls. I would say so. I don't yeah. really know. I mean, my wife had her first one at 39 and her next to it. 43. Wow. All just, just from just regular boning, like no IVF or just. <laughs> Wait, what a, what a brag. <laughs> Good old fashioned boning. Just, yeah, yeah. Just regular lovemaking, just regular, <laughs> just, you know, cables out for a week and you end up with kids. You don't pay the cable bill for a week and you end up with kids. I've been there. Um, <laughs> um, so you're, you were doing CrossFit before you had your daughter, Lakely. Yeah. Blakely. Blakely. Before you have Blakely, um, did you have games aspirations? Oh yeah. I tried from oh. 2014 until 2018, like actually trying. And you made regionals actually, every year, right? Yeah. I made regionals yeah. for five years and just yeah. fell short. Every time Dylan likes to say I couldn't make it to the games until I took his last name. That's what I was waiting on. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I like that. But Sorry, Dylan. yeah. What an awesome last name for the games. It is. It's a cool Isn't name. It? Yeah. No. Yeah. That was me. I think 2015 that year. So I, I feel like I've been in the game for a long time. I just haven't had success yeah. until now. And, and then, and then when you got pregnant, did you, did you, abandon those aspirations oh yeah i i quote unquote like retired because i was like realistically if i couldn't make it to the games i tried five years before pregnancy there's no way after pregnancy Mm -hmm. i would come back stronger and fitter and healthier and faster and all that it's like everything culture tells you about like what pregnancy does to you i was well aware and i was like there's no way but there was a way Right. When, um, and, and was that hard or was that easy? Were you, are you kind of just a roll with the punches? I'm not going to argue with Riley. Okay. I'm pregnant. Okay. I'm not going to, my goals for the games are done. I'm going to, how cool I have a kid. Like did you yeah. just move on like that. It was just easy. You didn't, I had like, one you month. Didn't, like, no, I had, I, it was a month of June. So I found out I was pregnant at regionals in May. And then the month of June, I kind of had like a depressed month where I slept all day. Kind of like, had a lot of shame, had a lot of guilt. And then I actually, I don't know if I told this story last time I had somebody like prophesy to me. And ever since that day, it like changed my perspective and it was like, okay, I'm supposed to have a kid. And I kind of never looked back from there. But I think we did talk about that. That was though, because you were pregnant out of wedlock. That wasn't right. Right. That wasn't because like you, you you weren't being like, I think a lot of people would get probably pregnant and, and be like, Oh my God, I have to let go of CrossFit. Like if you're, oh, yeah. if you're an aspiring person, it wasn't that. No, it wasn't It was that. just related to just how you had pictured your life to go. Yeah. It, it, the, the order. Yeah. And, and once I got mean, over that. What do you mean? Pro, uh, pro, what did they do to you? Prophesize to you? Yeah. she. This lady was dropping in from Hawaii and she had a dream. I'd never met this lady before. I think I told this last time I was on the show, but I'd never met her. She came up to me because she had, had a dream that she felt like God had given her. So she shared it with me and she just like held her hands in front of her stomach and was like, you're carrying this special Ruby. This is um, a red Ruby because God's love covers all shame, all guilt. And it just resonated with me because she's holding it in front of her stomach. Here I am pregnant. 
God's blood covers all my sin and shame. So it's just really powerful. And then she just randomly then, walked up to you though? Like where you just like finished a workout, toweling off and yeah. she's like, Hey, I got a story to tell you real quick. I just had this video. Yeah, exactly. Tricky. And then she told it to me. It was, it was crazy. Are you still in touch with her? I follow, she's on Facebook. I'll keep up with her now and then, but I haven't seen her since. I wonder if she knows what she did. I don't know. I, I feel like I, after she did that, I did tell her I was pregnant and how much it meant to me. So she does know. Um, she told me the story and then I told her I was pregnant, which made it even more powerful. A, a few years back, my wife said something to me. I can't, I wish I could remember what it was, but it was like, it was an insult, but it was a funny insult. Like she, like, like, um, I said, dude, I read you like a book. And she goes, fuck, I read you like a postcard or something. <laughs> and it fucked me up. I was like, oh, fuck. She fucked me up right there. What does that even mean? Just like I'm more simple than her. Like I'm just a fucking oh. postcard or something. The way she did it was so good. And like three, and that was like, it rattled me because it was like such a good comeback. I was like, That's oh, she good. fucked. Yeah. So like four days later, I said to her, um, I brought it up. I'm like, oh yeah, you read me like a postcard, and, she, and then she goes, I knew that stuck, and I was like, oh, oh. Fuck, she <laughs> fucked me up again. I fucking had to like walk out of the room again. I'm like, oh god, I knew that stuck. I was like, what a great line. Yeah, that's good. Have she ever come on here? No, I, she can't come on here. She can't. Come here. <laughs> she can't come on. Here. <laughs> fucking ruined me. Um. Uh. But so. But but that's what I think when that. Yeah. That lady, she, she stuck you. Yeah. Like right in the heart where yeah. it was a deep, deep spot. Yeah. She, she, um, w- w- uh, there's, it's, it's crazy when people say stuff that sticks. So I, that my, happened. Yeah. And then Dylan says my dip suck. Same spot <laughs> in the heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, but what's weird is that that's different. Cause that doesn't stick. That is like Intel. You take yeah. that intel and you work with it. Yeah, but, that's data. Yeah, um, but but it's kind of like um, I, the 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 strongest example I can think in my life. There's things that um, one time my sister said to me, "You really do live a charmed life," and she said that to me like ten years ago, and I hear that in my head every day. Holy shit, you live a charmed life. Like I get a flat tire and I go to change my flat tire and I find a suitcase of money. Like my life is always unfolding. Like I drop my wallet and then a few minutes later, someone hands it back to me and they're like, and I found this thousand dollar bill under it too. I'm like, well, thank you. I mean, it's just, uh, but, but she said it to me and I don't know if I really do live a charm life, but it changed my perspective. Yeah. Like, I'm like, wow. It's kind of like what you said. I must like when you're, when you're working out, you're like, yeah, I must fucking look great. (laughs) Exactly. Thank God I'm lifting weights. So my arms look good when everyone's staring at me. Yeah, exactly. And so that lady said that, and I just wondered. So yeah, yeah, it and just it, stuck, and, and it stuck, and it's a, yeah. and it and it heals you and carries you. Yeah, and it makes you like do a one eighty, and you just turn the other direction without even thinking what was behind you. Right. Hmm. That reminds me, Seven, of that other line that you say sometimes when you say, "If you avoid or don't talk to strangers, you'll never meet angels." Yes. That's like mm. that perfectly kind of sums that up there. Yeah. You can't, right? People yeah. who don't talk to strangers don't talk to angels. Mm-mm. I know people who don't talk to strangers. 
I, I, I suspect I suspect it's most people don't talk to strangers. They avoid strangers, especially in California. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, stranger danger. <laughs> Sevon's arms look so tiny besides Ariel's. Uh, I'll sit, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit closer to the yeah. It's the lighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lighting. Then you have then you have your daughter, and um, and that's why from there there is is sort of it's accidental from there. I mean, not yeah. the hard work, not the discipline, not the habits. People, all that shit was like that is not accidental. That's cultivated through years of who you are. Yeah, but, but that's but when it's accidental how good you got, it, right? Yeah. And that's when like the fairy tale begin, if you want to say, because I never had this pictured at all in my head to win an event at the games. If you would have told me that when I had a kid, there's no way against the greatest who ever did it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. In a pretty well-rounded event, in a pretty well-rounded event, too. What were the yeah. things you had to do? It was you had to do the traverse, you had to do the dips and you had to do the some squat cleans, squat cleans. Twenty-one, fifteen, nine, nine. Oh, nine. right, Elizabeth. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in in sort of a um. Not awesome. Yeah, that's a great shot of you too. That's cool. Is it? And you're kind of not supposed to win that one either because no. it's 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 the it's the it's the really hard one. They've added some extra shit at the end of a benchmark just to just to weed out the fucking has-beens. Exactly. Not that there's any has-beens. I'm being no. dramatic. But. <laughs> but I did. We Dylan is a he loves your podcast now. He listens to it all the time. He listened the other day when my you, podcast loves Dylan. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> when loves you were them. talking about Velder's it count when it goes to sleep at night. It counts Dylan's jumping over fence. One Dylan, <laughs> two Dylan. Oh, <laughs> you, you talked a few days ago about Velner's celebration, and we hadn't seen it, so we went back this past week and like rewatched the games events, but. You talking about it? We went back and watched it, and man, that was amazing. His little, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. do you always go back awesome. and watch the events? Did you do that last year too? <clears throat> too? Excuse me. We yeah, we usually do. It's hard to watch the events. I don't do well on. Like I still haven't mm. watched the hat trick or the heavy yoke one because those are just a little painful but the ones i'm yeah. proud of it's really easy the, to watch the hat tricks one you got like a you you did running and jerks is that no one that was, one was decent the hat trick was where you did the really high wall balls and then the snatches oh mm. and then you got to rest and you got to and then you had to go again that one ellie yeah. turner just it's fucking she dominated it that was nuts watching her yeah it was it she really looked was. like she didn't even look human she looked like a machine yeah, she practiced it backstage quite a bit. And even watching her backstage, I was like, okay, she's going to do really well at this. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And she got a new boyfriend, it looks like. <laughs> Did you see who her boyfriend is? We just keep pushing um, that one. Dylan has listened and he's told me who he thinks it is. Madero's? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She got the champ. You think? Someone, I mean, Matt O'Keefe uh, put wrote power couple in the comments, and then someone sent me a DM this morning that actually shows them. Like, I mean, they're not like in a hot tub together drinking champagne, but but they're holding it's not hands. the Bachelor. But yeah, hands. but it's something. It's, it's I see something. I see sparks. 
man. But then, but then I also saw another post of a girl who was claiming to be Justin, Justin's yeah. uh, girlfriend. Yeah, on his sister's stories or whatever. There's somebody that posted like uh, watching, still watching my BF or something like that. Yeah, mm. uh, that threw us off the trail a little bit. Sounds like some baby mama drama. Uh, <laughs> put that picture up again. Look at these guys. Look how happy these people are. These four people. Look at them. It's like they just took mushrooms. <laughs> Look at him. J- Justin looks like his face hurts. He's smiling so big. I think it's the red. That's got to be it. The red makes them look like they're smiling big. Well, how could you not be smiling when you're in the red leader's jersey? Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Hey, did you end up, did you get a, a, a were you one of the people who got a shirt from uh, Noble? I was not. No. Uh, no, but I, I'm realistic. Like, I know, I know other games athletes have a bigger following that they should have the shirts over me. Because that's what makes economic sense to the company. Yeah, they're in there to make money, and they're right. going to want whoever's going to buy them. It's not to help us by any means, right? It's right. to make money, right? And and I'm and I and I, I I'm good with Truth. that too. I, I I'm fair with that too. Yeah. Um, f- f- uh, Patrick Clark always writes good stuff in here. Let, don't fuck it up, Patrick. Here we go. I haven't even read this yet. <laughs> Ariel, I noticed that he, he's perfect. He has a perfect record. He can only tarnish himself. Uh, Ariel, I noticed that you elected not to use chalk during Elizabeth elevated. Well, Tia covered herself in chalk. Did you notice that? And when did you know you had won the event? I'll, I'll touch on the chalk first. Sometimes I think chalk is more mental than it is physical. I try and as much as possible train without using chalk. So I don't have to like waste time and bend over and breathing. So in that event, I wasn't even thinking about chalk because I wasn't like drenched in sweat. I don't need chalk for this. Because I think sometimes, I don't know, I've, if I'm looking at an event and it's one by seconds, I'd like to think I wouldn't waste those seconds bending over to get chalk if mm. I'm not too fatigued to need it. But I, I knew I didn't really knew I won the event till I actually finished. But there was a moment where I think it was the first round of nine. Me and Tia were head to head and she walked to the P bars and I jogged to the P bars. And that's when I knew like, I still feel good to jog while she's walking. I think I can do this. And then as soon as I said, I think I can do this, the next thought in my head was, Dylan's going to be so proud of me. Oh. <laughs> and then I went back to work. <laughs> so it kind of was like you were saying, Zavon, when she's like, oh, it was yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I bet you he felt his tear ducts turn on just now when he heard you say that. No, so he, I finished the event. I go and give him a hug. He told me he cheered for the first five minutes of it. Yeah. And the last four minutes, he just stood there silent like this. Because he was like, if I opened my mouth, I would have lost it. So he's just, come on, Ariel. And then the next five minutes. <laughs> just, it was it. just so emotional for him at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. To hear, to hear. Um, someone you love so much say that like that you had that thought during the event i mean that's the greatest gift you can give like i thought about you while i was out there hurting and i knew i thought i was doing this so you'd be proud of me it's like holy fuck he's lucky you tell him afterwards bitch you're lucky (laughs) (laughs) you know he's listening someone a great patrick that's a great question thank you um i question I, I always think that um, the, the – oh, here we go. 
Through your podcast, I constantly find new angels to love, follow, and cheer for you. Now she knows. Let's see. Miss Medeiros knows the answer. <laughs> Her lips are sealed. Yeah, she knows the answer. <laughs> she knows what Justin and Ellie are up to. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. I always assume that when they're chalking themselves, because I never use chalk either, but like, uh, um, <laughs> and I don't use a belt or anything like that, but I always assume that if I see someone I, taking their, I, yeah, you, you use know, wrist wraps yeah, for the exact right. opposite of what they're supposed to be used for. I put them on cause I'm cold, not, not <laughs> to stop sweat, but I always just, I assume that when I see an athlete chalk, take off their shirt, drink water, all it is is an excuse to rest. I never think in my head there's any functionality to it. And and I'm, I'm not saying that I'm right, but that's just where I go. Yeah. And so um, it's almost like a bad habit. Chalking could be a bad habit because, right? Yeah, it could. And when, like you said, you're an elite athlete, Savon, and you get it. So if you start thinking like that and like capitalizing on little moments, those little moments can add up to a little bit bigger moments which granted if you see me bend over chalking up it's because i'm literally tired and i have to bend over and breathe so i would agree with that and then and then and then, you, and then when you're jogging towards back towards the bars that's also she might not have even been um metabolically tired but she might have been thinking i mean she at the end her arms look massive her triceps look like they got destroyed yeah. So, um, and I had actually never seen her look like that after a workout. She was kind of like just either. hanging on. That's what we said too. It was uncharacteristic. Usually Almost like something was wrong with her until we saw the next workout. We knew there was nothing wrong with her. Yeah, I agree. When you, when you passed her in that moment there, did you, did you like feel yourself take her soul a little bit? Because that's what we always joke around at the gym. Like the group of guys stuff that I work out with or we work out with the class will like pass people and you're just like. As you go by and you kind of like feel like you like got their momentum. You're like, I just captured you. Like you felt like they, you can see them wilt a little bit. Yeah. It's a David Goggins thing, like take their soul. But I don't know. Did you feel that at all? Like, did you feel that shift? Because I definitely like when they were showing it on the camera, I was like screaming my head off for you to pass her. And yeah, I saw you like walk and kind of take a break. I'm like, don't take a break. You got to go right now. And then like, (laughs) as you go across and you got it, like the camera pans on her and she just had this look on her face where she was just like, fuck. Like, did did you, could you feel that when that was happening at all? Or were you just too focused? I was focused, but when I ran to the P-bars, I felt dominant, if that makes sense. That's what I wanted to hear. (laughs) Yeah. So I was more focused on my feelings. But there is a – if you watch – if you rewatch it, there's a moment in that event I finish a traverse. And then I look up at my friends, and I just give them a thumbs up. And then I get back to work. (laughs) Because I was like, okay. Hey, well, you're doing serious shit like chalking. Ariel's fucking around, (laughs) wasting seconds, giving – Oh shit! You just betrayed yourself. You ruined the whole bar. That whole part. Yeah. <laughs> just edit that part all out. Just she had a little like, hedge at that point. She had a little hedge. It was fine. I felt good, and I was like, "Hey guys." For what it's worth, a guy named Dick Butter says Tia's technique sucked and Ariel's was flawless. I, I, I you just have to. I don't know if he, that's a real coach or not. Uh, get with the programming podcast. After the semi, by the way, uh, if you want, oh, this is good. If you want some gear that's just crazy, they have a new Colt shirt that's savage. I never get 
uh, jealous. I, I'm, I live in envy, but I never get jealous. And I saw this shirt they released and I, I, it, I think I'm jealous. Uh, get with the programming podcast after the semis programming format for two years and the use of last chance qualifier. Do you like the new system or would you prefer HQ standardize all the semis as a consistent stage to filter athletes? This is a good question. And me and Christy talked about this actually, because she was a fellow last chance qualifier last year and succeeded uh, at the last year. O'Connell. Arama. Yeah, okay. O'Connell. And she told me the same thing. She's like, something's wrong. Same with Nick Matthews. He got a backfill and look at how well he did. Hmm. I don't know tangibly what you would change, but it's interesting that Christy had success last year. I had success this year. Nick Matthews had success. What are we testing in semis that's not coming up accurate at the games? All three of you know. came through the last chance qualifier. Nick Matthews backfilled because I think Phil Tune got popped. Right. That's right. Yeah. And 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 you and Christy. Me, the other last chance qualifier girl from this year. You came through last chance qualifier this year? I did. Yeah. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? crazy i know yes i don't know i don't know what they would change like tangibly what would you change i mean my thought on well, it. well you know what sorry sorry Susan. What, well, what he's saying is just make all the workouts the same i think that's but his point the, but the problem with that if you do that is then the system could still be flawed and they could be the wrong workouts and we'd never know Right. so you kind of get stuck in this conundrum because that's the last chance qualifier is to fix that in case the programming wasn't right. I but guess I you could do both. You could standardize it and have a last chance qualifier. Then you have to go to the roots of like your hypothesis statement. What are you testing? What do you want your games athletes to be able to do? And then you base the semis off that to then base it off the games. Maybe. I don't know. And, and, and then at that point, having one programmer would be really nice. Yeah. That's what I think is good. Cause you see an evolution of the programming. So if it's all going to seed from the open and then into quarterfinals, then that it only makes the next step that it kind of stays under the same umbrella. So that program continues to evolve as you go to the games. I, like I don't want to hear one. I don't want to hear one person in the fucking comments be like, you didn't know her kid's name. You didn't know she beat Tia. You didn't know she <laughs> like, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's your own fucking show. Yeah. You think it's easy trying to act cool like it doesn't bother me that I don't know that shit? A fucking did master you, at fucking acting cool when I'm not. Did what? you watch, Savon? Did you what? watch live the games? All of it. I wanted to all fucking kill myself. Yeah, my, my <laughs> wife had to lock all the guns up. I watched all of it. Every fucking last drop of individual. And Did I like and, and 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 I and I feel I feel like I accomplished something the same way you probably felt like you accomplished something. Then I was like, <laughs> I did it. <sighs> Fa favorite and least favorite event from a spectator, Simon. I I mean I, I haven't given it thought, but I would say the capital. What's your favorite? favorite? I mean, I just like I I, I the, the, watching Haley Adams have to drag it up one bag at a time while people passed her was fucking intense for me. I really like her. Like, I think she's weird as fuck. And I think when I interview her, it's weird as fuck. But like, I like that about her. It's like Laura <laughs> Horvat. It's just, I really like her. And to see her go through that was just intense for me. And, uh, 
And uh, who and I and Travis Mayer, they kept the camera on him the entire time for the run. And I know that pissed some, off some people. I just loved it. I just fucking was like hypnotized by him running. So I and, and I liked it how the field was open. Like if someone wanted to, they could have just run next to you guys. No, <laughs> I I don't usually get mad in events. Uh, I was genuinely mad on that event on the trail because, run because it was open because there were people on there. Because I almost got hit by like three bikes. Yeah, yeah, like, I like that part. I like that no. part. <laughs> I was like, I would have loved it if you got down. hit. I would have no. had to get no. up and all like <laughs> fucking like a black eye and shit. I would have loved it. Well, you know it's CrossFit people because of their attire, and they're all just like swerving. Good job, guys. Swerving. Oh, like, and I'm just like, I'm like, get off the trail. I don't oh. want to see you right now. I like the bike event. How it was all fucked up. And like, yeah. it gave us all something to talk about. And like, I love that. Wh- which one did you like? What was your favorite? You know, I personally loved the Capitol. It was extremely difficult, but it was almost, I felt like a, a superhero, like having to like carry that bag up the steps and just everybody around you is just screaming their heads off. There were people lined up. It was unfathomable how many people mm-hmm. were like at each station. It was just really cool to see everybody get together in 2009 when they did that hill sprint that was that's why that was always my favorite event of the crossfit games the fact mm-hmm. that they let the fans in so close that like yeah sweat dirt and sweat is they're sharing dirt and sweat that mm-hmm. shit's cool yeah, that the tour de france true. if they ever got rid of that for safety reasons it would suck that's the whole exciting part i mean yep. that the, the fans are just like part part of the mess yeah yeah this was a cool picture someone sent it to me yeah, there's awesome I, photos that came out of that event. It yeah. really showed the athleticism of the athletes too, because no one was transitioning. Like it was just like get off the bike, pick up the bat, the 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 jerry cans, put the jerry cans down, pick up the other one. No one was like there was no dilly dally. No. Everyone went to like till they got to the stairs and and they had their souls taken. Besides that, everyone was moving. I have the. I'm sure you saw the video. Like. At this point, you're just survival mode. And it's like, mm-hmm. what can you do to get the bag to the spot up the stairs? And at one point, my arms just gave out. And I'm just straight up like turtle shelling yes. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's absurd. It's absurd. Yes. It's stupid. <laughs> and I was waiting for someone to come up to me and be like, like a judge to be like, no, that's not legit. You have to carry it here, here. But I was like, you know what? This is all I have left. I'm going to bend over and turtle walk this as long as I yes. can. It's and it's so yes. goofy. Someone yeah. needs to make a meme and fucking mash you for that. Or just a yeah. shirt. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty goofy. Not like Ariel does it. Yeah. Someone <laughs> even commented. Someone commented and they were like, why are you carrying it like that? Hey, you dipshit. I, I know, I like you to. put it there. <laughs> yeah. You fucking knucklehead. Like, this was survival mode. Like, I don't even know what was happening. So, so that awesome. started on your shoulder and started sliding down and then you adjusted and you're like, nope, I need every step I can get. Yeah, and I was like, the last thing I want to do is have to pick up this sandbag again. So this is what I got. Um, in, in that in that bag thing, it, um, in the stadium, where you had to get the bag to your shoulder. The did sandbag you ever, one. Is, is that what that thing's called? The sandbag. It had like the numbers on it, and the place yeah. went crazy. Danny Spiegel destroyed it. Yeah, um, she did. When you when you picked that, what what was the heaviest one you succeeded with? I got a one ninety. When you grabbed that, was it just a trip? Were you like, what the fuck? This is like heavier than Dylan. 
No, it is heavier than Dylan. But I don't think I got up to the, like, I think if I would have gotten to 200 or 210, but I could still, like, manage 190 to, like, wrap my fingers around it. But so I you- knew, I knew that event wasn't going to be amazing because me and Danny were talking backstage, kind of like strategy. And I'm like, hey, where do you think everybody will get out? What's going to be the sticking point? And I knew our our heads were in two different spots. She's like, I think everybody's going to do 200 and most people will get out around 220 or 230. And I'm like, okay, I need to talk to someone else. Because you saw, she's she's insanely strong. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah. And explosive. Incredible. She was so explosive. It was That one was cool to watch. At first... When they announced it, I was like, this might not be that cool. They all look the same. It's not like with barbells, you can add weight and you can tell. It's just like, but that one was actually really cool to watch. I thought. That one, I don't think most, I think most of the workouts, uh, uh, people, CrossFit, people who are watching who CrossFit can like identify with. I don't think most people have access to a D ball that weigh or, or any implement that weighs 150 pounds besides a barbell. You know, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. You know, rogue sandbags are probably all sold out right now. I tried to tell people, do not buy one. You will regret it. (laughs) Do not buy that. It'll be an ornament in the corner soon. Yes. Um, There there is a, um, once you start getting things that weigh more than a hundred pounds in your gym, they, they have a tendency just to just sit around. Like if you have a 150 pound D ball is no fucking joke. And I know the CrossFit games athletes look like they're just throwing it around, but even, even I think we haven't had Ricky on since the games, but I think even like, I want to say like he struggled with 300 backstage and all the lifts past that were just pure adrenaline. Yeah. Like just, just, just showing up for the moment. And so if you think like you're going to get a 200 pound D ball and start fucking with it in your garage, dude, that thing is going to become a place where you sit down and be in, in between uh, reps on Cindy. I'm telling yep. you. So right now we're in between houses cause we're moving uh-huh. into our new house this week. Oh, I like this already. I like we, this story already. We have a 150 pound sandbag in our bedroom right now. In your bedroom. <laughs> How the fuck did it get in there? <laughs> It's long story, but oh, um, I, we so got you, time. <laughs> so wow, got, you christened all your gym equipment by bringing it into the bedroom. <laughs> oh, this is going to be embarrassing. So in our room right now, we have the 150 pound sandbag uh-huh. in our dining room training for the games. We have a skier, a rower and an echo bike. So no we would shit. eat. So we would literally move the dining room table and we call it the lion's den. Me and my husband would just do 30 minutes of machine work move the machines out of the way, put the table back and then eat dinner and then go to bed. <laughs> what were, what is it? The ski, what were the piece ski erg ski erg, the echo bike and a rower. <laughs> I don't think if, if you don't have gym equipment in your living room, I don't think you can call yourself a CrossFitter. <laughs> I, I I'm going to, that's official. Let's just make that official. You got to have something, something. Yeah. yeah. So we, I'm telling you, there's nothing more than character building. You're in your living room there's no fans it's just like the ac is on and you're just looking out the window on the echo bike and yeah. then you're looking out the window on the rower like that's true um character God, your building carpet must be finest. disgusting it's tile but and, yeah do, do, do you have tie do you have do you have towels down everywhere i need to when i go to mop the floors i'll just see like an imprint of sweat from someone's back 
or like splatter marks from the skier. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. So when we move into our new house, we'll have an actual garage gym and that will be no more, but it's pretty comical. And how did the 150 pound bag get in the bedroom? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dylan filled it up before the games because the sandbag is a weakness. So ideally we were going to practice with it. So he brought it in the living room and we just are in the bedroom and we never did. But after the sandbag event, we went and rewatched that. I think like Thursday night or Wednesday night. Uh, it's like 12 o'clock in the evening, in the morning, I guess. Dylan's all like practicing the different techniques with the 150 pounds. <laughs> hey, well, um, why, why the, be- why the um, bedroom though? Like how are you supposed to put that down? You would just dro- you drop it in your bedroom? Yeah, we live with my father-in-law <laughs> right now. So we have either, we like rent a side of the house from him. We have our bedroom and then Blakely's bedroom. So we didn't really have many other options. Wow. Yeah. Wow, those are not good tenants. <laughs> all. <laughs> it's all 12 o'clock and his dad just hears, boom. <laughs> um, you said Dylan's sister's a nurse? Mm-hmm. When, when, are are you friends with her? Yeah, she's great. Do you think that your relationship with his family got significantly closer once you had, uh, Blakely? I would say yes. I've always been very close to his mom because she's amazing. But it was like, once I had a kid and we got married, it was like, okay. Um, because we had broken up so many times before we were together apart. This was like the, okay, they're staying together she's in the family not that they were ever rude or like shut me out at all but it was like sealed the deal right and the 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 reason why i ask is um when 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 i had kids i wanted it became more my wife's family became more valuable to me because they're relatives of my kids right and so they like they're just my my fucking wife's or girlfriend's family at the time. Like, what do I give a fuck? But now we're connected, and yeah. so like I I wanted to be closer to them. Like, I wanted to be more open to them. I guess would be the word. Do they live close to you? No, they they uh oh. they live like three hundred miles south, and then in Los Angeles, and then okay. uh, probably like three hundred miles north in 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 Oregon. Okay. But, but, but it's, it's, um, because I, because I guess I just, I have these, um, thoughts of grandeur that a big extended family is nice and that kids, a big family is nice for kids, right? Even if you have a fucked up uncle who's in jail or just whatever kind of (laughs) shit, you just, you still want it to be the kid to understand the whole family. Um, did you, do you get that? I mean, it sounds like you have a, uh, the family's really close if you're living with the, um, with his parents. Yeah, we are. We, um, it stinks. So he, we live with his dad. And Your living room stinks. Big... I know that. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But his family is just a little bit spread out. Like his mom lives in Florida. So we don't see her all the time. His sister lives in Waco. Brother lives in Lubbock. So when we come together, it's awesome. But we don't see each other. Um, like every day, we can't just go to our neighbors and see them. But I do love the family dynamic because I feel like, you step you have your family circle everybody in that circle 
is there for you to support you. It's almost like as soon as you step into the world, that's when everybody tries to bring you down or is not for you. So having that family circle, I feel like it's something really important. Do, do they, the do, does any of his family trip on you? Um, like think that like what you do is, um, uh, obsessive or over the top or like wackadoodle. I wouldn't say over the top. I think they're mind blown how much money you can make if you're good at CrossFit, but it's hard. It's easy to see the CrossFit games, but you don't see the like hours that go into training behind right. the scenes. I think right. it just blow, blows their minds and blows my mind more than anything. In 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 a previous lifetime, I it must have been in my twenties. I got this job with the History Channel to chase tornadoes. No way. And there and, and and one of the one of the um universities that's like in the United States that's most into tornado you know climate shit is in Lubbock, Texas. I, I don't know what university is there, but it's a it's a big big school. Texas Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Okay. And so that was our base and we would that's and we would start there and then we would travel all the way up to Canada in that in Tornado Alley there, right? Wow. At Lubbock is kind of the bottom of Tornado Alley and then we would uh go go up the uh continental United States all the way up to Canada. And we, and I did that for months. Just it's basically just in cars for a months chasing tornadoes. It was nuts. But when I went to Lubbock, so I'm 50 now and I was in my 20s, let's say it was 25 years ago, when I went to Lubbock, I had never seen, um, like if I saw someone who was 300 pounds in California, I was like, holy fuck. Like it was, it was, it was kind of like, I saw like, like in my backyard now, if I see an alligator lizard, I only see like three a year and it's kind of, can you pull up an alligator lizard? Caleb? Yeah, I've never I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, look, an alligator lizard. And I call the boys over tons of blue bellies, alligator lizards. So you only see like three, uh, three, three per summer. And, um, and I went to Lubbock and there were fucking 300 pounder. Th that's alligators are like that. They're cool and they're smooth. Yeah. And they bite. They, they, they'll just fucking just bite you. Just get close to them and they just bite. Interesting. When I went to Lubbock, there were every, I, there were buffets everywhere. Everywhere was a fucking buffet. For those of you who don't know, that's like a, a phenomenon that we don't really have that phenomenon too much in California. It's a place you can go in and eat all you want. Mm. And, and everyone, I, I, there were 300 pounders everywhere. This is 25 years ago. Now there's 300 pounders everywhere in California, but we didn't have them 25 years ago in California, but now they're everywhere. But Texas had them 25 years ago. Is that, that's the thing I'm talking about. Like you're this crazy fit person you're you're basically driving a lamborghini in a in a in a fucking state full of fucking <laughs> shithole sedans sorry to be so crass <laughs> i've never heard it put like that this is great <laughs> um it, it, in that regard or, or is it weird are, are you uh are you like a, a weird anomaly like do you feel that like when you walk around or do you just stay so in tight in your loop that people no come one, up and pet your muscles yeah no one ever no. sees no one ever sees your lamborghini camaro uh, I I do like if I I don't say this to brag, but like if I I went to Sam's the day after the games, and I will get What's Sam's. Of, Sam's is like a Costco. Do you guys have Costco? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of Sam's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I will go to stores, and I like I had a lady come up to me and was like, "Okay, what do you do? Are you a trainer? How do I look like this?" So I have people come up to me quite a bit saying, "Like you look awesome. How do I do this?" But I I own it now. Whereas when I was growing up. I got made fun of a lot because I looked different and I performed different and it was 
part of what made, made me unique. But now I kind of own it. And it does get noticed, but I also I also like it. I work hard. I want people yeah. to see I want people to see my legs and they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I do squats. And yeah. If you work out, yeah. Yeah. Um what are they be it's so I I live by it, I don't I think this is what it is. But basically, if you go to Miami, Los Angeles. If you go anywhere where there's warm San Diego, if you go anywhere there's warm weather and you're then you get close to the coast, the bodies become significantly better. And the reason and the reason for that, I think, is because people wear less clothes and so you're more conscious about the way you look. I mean, that's what I I feel very confident with that uh, hypothesis. It is so different. The more the, like if you just travel inland, um, I mean, Susan can speak to this too. He lives in California. The, if you just travel inland thirty miles. It it's you can't even fucking believe what you see. There it's not there, we're not even the same creatures. It's I almost um, feel like people are more active. Like even in Wisconsin, constantly by the water, people are riding their bikes, jogging. Mm-hmm. And like in Midland, we don't have a jogging trail or water or anything like that. But people were capitalizing on it. Like a jogging path. It was strange to see all the people there Saturday morning. To be fair, I just looked up the obesity rates in California is like number five, and Texas is like number fifteen. So, so there's you're saying there's more obese people in California, California than there are in Texas. Yeah, that's uh, and the only reason why that is because half of California just moved to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, and, and so, Sima, it, let's say what Caleb said is um, as accurate. Maybe it's just because of where I live. Because I live in a beach town, and um, it's a uh, I, I, yeah, it's I definitely skewed there. I have to go somewhere. I have to go to Costco to see a 300 pounder. I, I don't, I have to, I would have to go out of my way to see a 300 pounder in my town, but I could still mm-hmm. find them. Whereas I can literally drive 10 minutes into fucking Watsonville, which is over where Dave lives, Castro lives. And I can fucking find 300 pounders, like just dime a dozen. You're about to have a 300 pounder on your show. I'd love a 300 pounder. <laughs> I wonder too how how much it this guy works. Like, this guy works out at CrossFit Krypton, and he lost 150 pounds. That's who wow. this is, by the way. And he's coming. He's going to be a guest on the show. I'm so excited. I love weight That's loss cool. stories. It's my favorite. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Susa. Oh, Mark actually had a comment on here too, and he said, "I mostly live in Modesto, California, and that's uh, probably 30 minutes east of me, 45 minutes east of me." But I also realized that I think that obesity rate change is based on income level too. Because out like where you live, Savon, the mean is going to be much higher than as if you go further inland. And then the access to some of the foods and stuff. Now, I'm not as a correlate, though, foods. not as a cause. No, no, no. But I'm just saying if it's cheap, readily available, and the education on the food is relatively low, you're going to have a higher obesity rate. So I do think that that also causes it a little bit. I did have someone send me a meme the other day. A family member, so they were just joking. But they were like, imagine being so scared of being obese that you would work out five hours a day. He's like, now who's obsessive? I was like, oh. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Like, <laughs> that's me. I was like, I wouldn't say that's my motivation, but okay. Yeah. What I, I, I kind of think whatever it takes. Is whatever. that what you would say? Yeah. Whatever. I, I would rather have some pathology that makes me obsessed with working out that I, that I have to fix than some pathology that made me obese because now i have two problems right 
Mm. Now I have the pathology of, 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 of now, now I have unhealthy and I, and I have this um, incoming doom that my health is going to kill me early and the pathology. Do you know what I'm saying? So let's say I'm eating because my mom yelled at me when I was a little kid and now I'm doing that. You know what I mean? But I would rather like be like, okay, I have this obsession with working out, but at least I'm healthy and maybe I can work on this obsession with working out. Like I, I, I'm a huge proponent of leveraging your ego. Like I was saying before, like, um, like you could be working out and being like, if I don't finish this last rep, Dylan's going to leave me. Like I'm a full proponent of manipulating your fucking mind like that. I'm a huge proponent. I like your way though, too. Damn, my arms must look good. <laughs> Eat that shit up, people. Look at this. Now you're talking. <laughs> What's going to be different um, this year than last year? Uh, in your um, building up to the open uh, quarterfinals, semifinals games, even though I'm sure they're going to change that again too. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought that far ahead. I'm very much like a one day at a time type person. I'd like to think not much will change because I really like what I did this year and how I felt through all the workouts. But we'll also have a home gym now. So I'd like to think what will change is we'll no longer do our machine work in the kitchen and it'll be in the home gym. <laughs> I wonder if that's, if that's maybe there's something, um, maybe there's something good. Maybe, maybe, maybe even though you have a garage, you'll still move the shit into the living room. Oh, there's no way with our <laughs> new house. Um, Dylan's very particular. We don't even know if we want kids in the house yet. Oh, wow. Your kid will <laughs> just sleep in the backyard. Wow. Wow. <laughs> It's just like pristine, and it's like yeah. who's who's gonna make the first dent? Like even yeah. I oh. spent the last week that I gone back on the games just cleaning the house, and it's yeah. like, okay, you can't clean like that. You have to clean this way because it's just it's our baby. Like we've never had something this nice, something this beautiful as our own. So I bought a gonna- motorhome, and I ruined for the first two years. I ruined every, anyone's life who came in there and my own life by being so obsessed with keeping it nice. No. Dylan, if you're listening, Savon, I say ruined, it again. <laughs> I look back and I think of all the times like I yelled at my wife for like something she spilt in there. Or, like not even, she wouldn't even do anything. She would just set a cup in a spot and I'd be like, do you think that that's a good place to set that? What, 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 do you think that's safe? Do you think that they think that let's, let's walk through this right now. And I'd be, and then in hindsight, I'm like, God, you're a fucking okay. asshole. So what that, you ruined everything. What, what moment, what moment changed that I don't you were t- like, I don't want to tell you. Savan, come on. I don't think anything. I don't think anything's changed. <laughs> I'm still the same asshole. I'm still trying to change it. Oh my goodness! You have good. a, it, it's like the. It's like just even. It's yeah. Yeah, like your like my kids thinks that w- when your hands aren't do- hitting your brothers, they should be on the wall. <laughs> and dirty hands. So I, I'll tell you this one thing. I talked about this on the show. One of my kids is always has dirt on his face. And for like, and it just started like about two months ago. He, ne- he never had dirt on his face before. And now it's like always. And for like, I don't know, for like a month, I was just saying to him, wipe your face, wipe your face, wipe your face. And then finally I'm like, dude, I, this does not feel good. So I thought every time I tell him, instead of telling him to wipe your face, I'm going to say, I love you. <laughs> and everything got better. Yeah. His face is still dirty, but I feel way better. 
part of that, I feel like, is character building. I'd way rather see a kid with dirt on his face than a kid stuck behind an iPad that's perfectly clean. Yes. Like, uh, like pick your battles. Yeah, 100%. I have yeah, this thing with um, my kids being clean and not clean, like as in um, germ free clean, but like clean so that when they present to the world, like I, um, that people, no, because cause I see those kids that are just ratty and I'm like, oh, don't, <laughs> always sticky. Yeah, just, yeah exactly. Ugh. Like at the games, Do my I have daughter, to hug you? <laughs> at the games, my daughter hates wearing shoes. So she goes like barefoot everywhere. Yeah. And I too. think the, the biggest fight my mom had was like trying to get her to wear shoes. And I was like, if she wants to go barefoot, let her go barefoot. Just when we get in the hotel at night, clean her feet. Yeah. Barefoot's better. A kid should never be in shoes. Mm -hmm. This guy looks like every time I see this guy, I I think of Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz, one of the Diaz brothers. Seven, I've been working in the grocery business for a handful of years. The most expensive food on the shelves are meats, fruits, veggies. It's sad. Um, I want to fight with you. I want to fight with you. I was you, like, Steven. yeah, where are you going to go? <laughs> I went to the beach yesterday. I'm going to tell you a story. I went to the beach yesterday. It was, it was pretty full. Um, and uh, I set up, I, my family set up, and we sat down on the beach. And right behind us was this woman. She was probably 35 years old. She was probably 100 pounds overweight. And sitting right next to her, shoulder to shoulder with her, was her daughter wearing the exact same kind of bathing suit. And her daughter was probably. Uh, six years old, but look like a nine-year-old. And that's what, it's so crazy. If you, if you don't have kids, that phenomenon is, is when kids start getting really, really fat, they start looking really, they look, they look twice as old as they really do. So a four-year-old starts looking like an eight or a nine-year-old. It's a trip. And she's sitting next to her and we got there at two 30. And at two 30, when we got there, they, they, the, the little girl had a full pizza on her lap and she was eating the pizza and the mom was eating the pizza. Then after that, I saw them switch to something else, and then I saw them switch to something else, and then I saw them switch. And at 4.30, I turned to my wife, and I, they were opening a bag of Doritos. And I said to my wife, I said, those people have been there for two hours. They started with pizza, and now they're fucking working on a fucking bag of Doritos. Like, my, I, my, kids, have nev- my kids have never had Doritos. They never. They've had bad shit. They've had a gummy bear. But, like, there's a whole ton of shit on those aisles my kids have never had. I'm not saying that they don't, they don't, a, a fucking bag of Doritos for a six year old. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Why not just kick your kid in the gut? But anyway, they ate for two hours. And then I was, I, when I got home, I told my, I told my wife, I said, dude, I cannot fucking believe we watched them eat for two hours at the beach. And she goes, did you see them get up and, and, and try to walk? And I go, no. She goes, the little girl could barely walk. And I'm just like, my God. Sad. Yeah, it's bad. I used to teach gymnastics to little kids. And it was sad. Like I would teach anywhere from age five to 10. And it's just hard. Like you want to try and do a handstand. It's, it's just sad. No other way to put it. If you, if you were to starve your kid, the, the, the police would come get you. Oh shit. I got to take my kid to tennis. If you were to starve, <laughs> if you were to starve a kid, the police would come get you. But, 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 but yet you can overfeed a kid. It's interesting. Uh, that is Interesting. Interesting. Like if you brought them to the doctor and they were already like going down that path of really unhealthy overweight, there's no like parental repercussion for that. But if you brought them and they were like grossly underweight, there would Probably. be a massive. Yeah, like, if you had a five-year-old that, right? that weighed fucking eight pounds, the cops would come beat your ass. 
It's interesting but, how it doesn't but, go the but, but you could ways. recover from that. But if you if you have a six-year-old kid that weighs 150 pounds, the scars on that kid are forever. The, mm-hmm. That person never has an opportunity to drive uh, Ariel Lowen's body. Ever, ever, ever. You'll never <laughs> have a Lamborghini. You, 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 you've bent the frame of your car at, because of what your parents fed you at the age of eight. It's fucked up. Yeah. Speaking of Lamborghinis, um, my dream car. Oh. All right, I need your, I need your opinion. I really want a Model 3 Tesla, but Dylan really likes the new Bronco electric cars. Have you guys seen it? I don't think I've uh, seen the new Bronco. So, I think they're so cool. I do too. I haven't been inside of one. Wh- which would you choose? Wh- I would choose what? He- Seriously, I choose whatever's most practical. I would not go on yeah. looks at all. <laughs> I would choose on whatever makes it e- that my kid, that I can fucking get my kids in and out of the easiest. Whatever's Dude. most kid friendly. But so the new Bronco is awesome. No, God, it's cool. the, the Mustang. Oh, what's it called? Some electric car. I better tell but, my wife I'm coming. Hey, I, um, did you only come on the show? Let me ask you this. Did you only come on the show because Dylan? <laughs> Be honest. I'll, let me let me lay this. Oh shit! Oh, I, no. I figured after oh, an hour no. and a half, I figured out. Oh no! I'm like this is really weird that she's gonna come on again. No, this is like. So y- you I asked felt, me, but ne- when you said that you like to make Dylan proud and Dylan likes no, the show, no, no, no. like, look, Dylan, I'll do it for you're you. You're twisting it. You're twisting all right, it. All right, all right, all right. Um, I've kind of been waiting, and then when you reached out to me at the games and you're like, "Hey, come on the show," I was like, "Okay, I want to go back on the Savon show," and then I kind of forgot about it once we got back to Midland. And then Dylan was like, "Didn't Savon ask you to be on the show? You should reach out to him and actually get back on the show." So he put the bug in my ear, but I've been wanting to come on since connection failed. Yeah. yeah, that really fucked me up because I I actually started blaming you too. I was like, I thought it's not just the connections fucked up. Something's wrong with her. She don't talk so good. I <laughs> yeah. better not have her on again. And then and then I saw you were on um, that guy, um, the Zello Games guy show, right? Yeah, it was bad too. Yeah, and I was like, fuck this. I get, fuck put her on a, like a no fly zone. She can't ever come on. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I'm redeeming myself every day. Yes, you are, dude. You're so. fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, thanks. This was easy, absolutely. Good. Okay, one, so two, two losses with Ariel, uh, one win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always enjoy it because you were the first uh athlete I ever interviewed, and it was at Waterpalooza when it was coming out. And I'm like standing there with a little oh, camera, yeah. and like Savon's like, Go get him, go talk to him. And I'm like terrified. And I and you came up and you were like, Hey, what's up? And we chatted, and I was like, Yeah, and I was at an all time high. So then I beeline over to Sarah Sigmund's daughter, and she just runs away from me, and everybody likes oh. to remind me that in the comments. So you no, always have a special place with me. Yeah. That's sweet. Well, I will say that because we're friends and we're on like a friend level, even at the games, if I saw Sousa, I would like go up to Sousa. But oh, if it was like cool. another was cool. reporter that I've like never reached out to me before, I'll just like walk by him. But like I have street cred with Sousa. So I go to him first and then leave. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank but, you. You're yeah. Thanks welcome. for having me on. Yeah. Tell Absolutely. Dylan he's the man. I will. Yeah, that made his day the other day. Hilarious. (laughs) Congratulations on the house. Thanks. Next time you interview me, we'll be in the house. Oh, and you know where else? No, actually, you're two and two. When you came on after the last chance qualifier with Tim Paulson, that was fucking good. You were awesome. That was at my friend's house. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. All right.
Uh, remember, okay. people, no fucking don't talk any shit about me in the YouTube comments. I will fucking find you and beat you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so thank much for coming on. Me. Yeah, Bye, thank Anytime. you. Anytime. Bye. Kid, can you come on? I was like, you better get to tennis. Hey. Hey. I'm going to say something so inappropriate. Please do. I think she might be the most attractive of all the female games athletes. That's bold. Are you sure? That is bold. And there's a lot of attractive girls. There's a lot of attractive girls. She's also really cool, too. Yeah, don't ruin my my superficiality. Here's the thing. That's the thing, too. It's like I used to just think of her as a mom. But now she's like a, like a really now. attractive, like, like superstar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's dope. I just pushed that down the whole show an hour, uh, uh, 90 <laughs> minutes. Don't tell her she's pretty. Don't tell her she's pretty. <laughs> Second she gets off. Okay, you guys want to know something? <laughs> yeah. It's so sexist. If she was a guy, I would have told her that uh, how 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 attractive uh, he is. But but I just I just don't do that to him because because I'm a sexist. You gotta hype up the guys, man. Sometimes they I don't I don't know, too. man. I, I thought I she fucking she's pretty fucking attractive. She's she, she's got she's fucking cool looking. She's cool looking, and she look at maybe it's because she she was giving me that beach vibe, like she's getting ready to head to the beach. Okay, enough enough of that nonsense. I have to go. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you everyone for watching. Uh, Caleb C. Beaver, thanks for being here. Matt Susan, thanks for being here. Um, maybe a uh, live call show tonight, but for sure we have Sean Zimmer tomorrow morning. Oh, well, one of us needs to schedule that. Let's talk in the text. Roger. Okay. Bye guys. Adios. Oh shit. I got to I was, I almost left without, um, hanging up on the show.